0: so many aspects of women today and I think that the feminist movement itself where on the odd side I think it would, it's been amazing but I think as of recently there's been a lot of mixed messages to women what would you say to women out there that are struggling to find a healthy relationship or a healthy connection where do you think they should start feeling thinking what energy should they be sending out? What should they be looking for?
1: We are so grateful for you pressing play today on Soul Talks podcast with Sarah and Julie. We created this podcast for women seeking heart-centered soul love, just like ourselves. We're obsessed with helping you shift the way that you date and attract love. If you're looking to massively up-level your love life, then you have come to the right place. Each episode is an exploration of our inner selves through the lens of love and relationship with spiritual lessons along the way think of this podcast as your weekly dose of love and relationship development to help you seek, be, and attract healthy conscious relationships.
0: Welcome to another edition of Ignite the Spark. And today I'm super excited to have our, guests, our guest, uh, Sarah Vasquez, She's a breakup, recovery and empowerment coach. Mm-hmm. And her and I have been having some conversations and we are just been you know back and forth on a, everything relationships, everything about uh, what's going on with men and women today, the dating world, the marriage <laughs> world. There is no limits to what we can talk about here on our podcast. And without any further ado, I want to introduce Sarah. Sarah, why don't you give us a little bit about you and then we can start talking a little.
1: Hi. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. And so I, for the last three years, I've been coaching women to heal over, like recover over breakups uh, and also empower them. So my specialty is helping them heal, but also recover from toxic relationships. And I've been doing this work for three years and it's so rewarding and so beautiful to just witness women and people's spirits in general transform through a hardship. And that's something that is one of the most beautiful things to witness and experience. So and it's an honor to work them through that process.
0: So. Um it really excited to have you here and and get deep into this conversation and you know, take it as long as we can. You know, there's so many women out there today that I think are being sent a message about what women should be and um, are really being enforced or reinforced with their masculine energy. The workforce, the relationship, the mom. There's so many aspects of women today. And I think that the feminist movement itself where on the odd set, I think it's been amazing. But I think as of recently, there's been a lot of mixed messages to women what would you say to women out there that are struggling to find a healthy relationship or a healthy connection where do you think they should start feeling thinking what energy should they be sending out what should they be looking for well where would you guide women towards
1: yeah that's such a a healthy relationship if women are desiring a healthy relationship, it always starts with ourself. And like you're saying, the programming that we're getting as a woman to be a certain way. And I'll be honest, I go down that rabbit hole of being a certain way for a certain type of man. You know, you hear the high quality man, high quality woman, and we are fed this viewpoint and this perspective of how to show up as women in modern day in 2022. And the third wave feminist movement has been incredible. There's been a lot of eye-opening experiences, equality, um, respect of each other. And I think we've gone really far on the pendulum as we do in life. We swing over on one side and then we can swing over on the other. And I think now we're having this conversation with you and I because you and I are both in this similar headspace of having that pendulum swing a little bit more centered toward the middle. And if women are really wanting to cultivate a healthy, healthy relationship, it's honestly about doing the inner work and also understanding the masculine and feminine energy in a dynamic, because I think we get really confused of gender roles and masculine and feminine energy and gender roles is what society has put on us to put us in a box. But when it comes to the actual energy of it, it's in my opinion, it's a synergy. It's a synergy that. of this masculine and feminine that coexists together. And all of us, we all have masculine and feminine traits. Just one becomes more dominant and expressive. And as you were saying in the in the workforce, as a woman, I wear this hat and masculine energy as a coach, strategizing, leading guiding conversations but then the feminine also comes out of the nurturing and the softness and most of my work is in flux but i yes exactly (laughs) and it is wearing that that masculine hat a lot and i've had to learn growing up with the dad and two older boys two older brothers i had so much masculine energy that i had to learn how to soften so yeah definitely being in a healthy relationship yeah,
0: I grew up with the complete opposite. I have two sisters, <laughs> a mom who was yeah. really close to her three, you know, her sisters, and I was around women all the time. So I think that you and I are kind of polar opposites. Where me on the onset, I was really comfortable in the feminine energy, and finding that masculine energy for me was, you know, a, a, a lot of inner work that I needed to really just hone into myself and kind of find that balance. And we'll talk about that a little bit more.
1: Yeah, I love that. I already have a question on that.
0: Okay, go ahead. Let's (laughs) shoot.
1: So what was your journey of, or what were some key milestones in your switch from the balance of going into feminine energy and masculine energy? And then maybe for the listeners, we can talk a little bit about, we can go back and forth of, what you think feminine energy is what i think that i think there can be
0: something that oh, i i i want i'm going to answer the thank you for the question i you know yeah. i think it's awesome um i want to start with simplifying masculine and feminine energy and talk about polarity a little bit and it sounds you know very complicated it sounds like science polarity masculine feminine i'm really not sure what it is what i love to metaphorically give a picture to people is just taking two magnets. And if you take two magnets and you bring those magnets together, if they're on opposite poles, they will attract to one another to a point where you're going to need force to be able to break them apart. And that is similar to masculine and feminine energy. When we take magnets and we flip the poles, what ends up happening is we repel, those magnets repel, and very similarly in masculine and feminine energy with men and women. If the poles are off, if the energies are off, that's when you've started out in your relationship, and you can't keep your hands off one another, and you're crazy about you know each other, and you know I can't wait to see you. To kind of like, uh, I can breathe fine right now. You know it's it's okay, and there's not much excitement. Our days go by. So just as a definition to that. Uh, masculine and feminine energy and what Sarah and I are talking about, I think that's a great uh, metaphor, the magnet metaphor for people to understand what we're talking about. It's an energy that attracts. It's an energy that just is a force that just brings two, um, two people together and really gets them to combine or unify. And it's very difficult to get them apart. And we've all, you know, if you've been in relationships where you felt in love or excited about someone you just met, those are the energies that we're talking about. It's just, uh, uh, defined as masculine and feminine for me to answer your question. My journey has been long. (laughs) My journey has been long, always felt very comfortable about women around women. When I was younger, Um, I was very easy to conversate. I was very easy to relate as women do and to be able to go deeper and to pay attention. Those things came naturally to me. Those are a lot of the things that I teach when I work with couples, especially men that are in very dominant masculine energy, how to be able to share. So I think I had a leg up on a lot of men because I already had that dynamic. But when I I'm married now 20 years, and at, on, in the beginning I was, in my interpersonal, my, my, my intimate relationship with my wife, I think a very feminine energy, even though I was very focused on work and amassing and achieving. Um, but in the relationship itself, I, I, I wanna say feminine for men, and tell me if this makes sense to you, it's almost us staying in our boy. It's yes. that boyish relationship where the woman that I'm with, I want her to nurture me. I want her to take care of just about everything for me. I'll go out, I'll, you know, I'll do the work, I'll bring home the paycheck, but it's kind of we 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 want to be taken care of. We want this woman to take, you know, be our moms. And 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 for and for women that's a complete turn off yes. that's something that where in the beginning they might wanna you know okay they want to take care of you but after a while especially women in their masculine energy when they bring that to a relationship they want to they want to conquer and control and they want to do everything but after a while they feel a disconnect and why am i doing everything so for me i think i brought that boyishness and then learned through pain with my wife that she was unfulfilled, and she wasn't happy, and her emotional needs weren't met, and at the time, I had no idea what women's emotional needs were. That was something that I had to learn and train myself in and get conditioned in, you know, uh, showing affection, uh, showing appreciation in the feminine language, not the way men would do it, but in the feminine language. And when I you know when her and I went to a coach, And I walked out feeling very much like a failure because I thought I was winning it relationship because it was a relationship that I had seen growing up and relationships that I'd seen from, you know, my parents' generation or my grandparents' generation where these relationships were very transactional. These relationships were very definite and defined roles. So I thought I was in my role. I thought I was doing what I needed to do. And when I found out that she didn't feel connected and that she was going through hardship in the relationship when I started diving into understanding relationships in women bringing that masculine for me which I already had in other areas in my life now was easier for me to be able to tune in the conditioning was that was way hard <laughs> you know that was you know changing that mindset of you know coming home for example and you know she's might be working with the kids and doing homework and make, doing you know making dinner at the same time. My wife's a stay stay at home mom. She always has been. That was that's always been her choice, and I support her in that. But when I came home, it was kind of like, okay, I'm sitting at the dinner table. You know, I want dinner too. I wouldn't ask about homework. I wouldn't ask how her day was. Well, I might have said, hey, how are you, honey? And then I'd sit down because I was hungry and I felt like I had worked all day and I deserve to come home and be taken care of. And the switch for me, once I started going into that masculine, it and this I say often is that I realized that my job finances my real work. My job where I make money finances the work at home. So when I came home, I I no longer, you know, felt that she was responsible. A couple of things happened. First of all, I appreciated her work, even though she was in the home. Because she's working, yeah. whatever her you know job description is, whatever her title is, she was working, whether it was filling the pantry, taking care of the kids, taking care of us, making food, whatever it was she, that's work you know that's not that's that, you know just because she's not bringing in the paycheck doesn't mean that work is not necessary it's absolutely necessary and I looked at it that way, and then when I started coming home, I would just sit down with the kids and do homework and the first thing I did. Once I realized, is I'd come home, look at her, give her a kiss and say, hey, honey, how was your day? And made sure that I connected with her. And once I was able to do that, then I just went to work. You know, if I saw the kids were struggling, I sat down. I didn't ask, do you need help? I think that was a trigger. Um, I've heard from a lot of women in sessions that – that's when men kinda like wanna get out of the work. It's like, do you need help? You know, it's like, please tell me you don't. Please tell me you don't. I don't wanna do this. I don't wanna do homework. I don't wanna put a child in a bath. I don't I don't wanna try change a diaper. You know, I don't wanna do any of these things. So the masculine for me was the conditioning of coming home and just being that leader, continuously being that leader. Whatever energy I had during the day, now I brought into our functioning Um, I would say maintenance for our relationship at home, for our home and kids. The difficult part, and you and I talked about this a little bit, Sarah, is that I feel that today men have a tremendous. um, I don't think they've ever had it harder, because I have to bring this masculine energy, and I'm in it all day, and then somewhere at night, in my most intimate relationship with my wife, or your girlfriend, or boyfriend, whatever it might be, you know, it, it, it this sensitivity now has to transition into my mindset so that balance of masculine energy today doesn't only mean focus and go do it but it also means a depth of sensitivity does that make sense
1: yeah yeah thank you for explaining all of that it's like you're you're in this masculine role of protecting and providing and when you came home it was this pressure valve. It sounded like this pressure valve release. I get to be with my family. I get to be home. I get to be taken care of. But what I'm seeing and hearing, which I feel is rare nowadays in men, to be really honest, is this leadership of yourself leading in the masculine way of you connecting with your kids in a different way and your wife in a very different way. And I love this term. And I don't think it's used around enough it's the gentle man, the gentle man. And I couldn't have, that's such a beautiful word. Because it's a strong core of a masculine man, but you're meeting your woman, your wife and your children where they need to be in that emotional place. So that bond and that connection that you're having, you're meeting her there. And can I ask you, did you find a big disconnect in your relationship when you weren't meeting her there. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Um, my mm-hmm. wife, if we're talking technical terms, she would close down as I would say in a simple uh, definition, but she would go to her masculine. When I wasn't there for her in my masculine role and I wanted to be nurtured as a boy, Mm-hmm then she would close down and she would go into her masculine and all of a sudden you'd notice she was being a disciplinarian to me and the kids. She's snapping at me now. You know, and and what did I do? And I do anything. And say and do a thing. Like what's wrong? And and I hear this from men all the time. I don't get it. I don't this one second she's fine and then this next second all of a sudden she's snapping at me and, and criticizing me and she's just making me into mince meat. And what's what happened so the answer is absolutely yes uh when i didn't show up and and to be honest when i don't show up you know there are times i it's rare now because i'm so um conscious of what my role is as as husband or as man in this relationship um but it does it still happens you know you have off days you have emotional days you have days you know I, i i was watching you on on instagram there's days where you break down and I loved what you said is that sometimes you have to break down to have a breakthrough and that is so true so even the most masculine of men are gonna have a day off now women should be patient because you know as 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 much as we know and and I'll tell you as much as I'm experienced men are limited we don't have the depth of connection that women do it's not innate for us. It's not a natural thing. We're not designed with this relationship app. We don't have this natural ability to relate in the depth that women need relating to. So I would say to women, anyone that's listening, be patient because we're going to mess up. And if you're going to be on top of us every time we mess up, that's a kind of a trigger you know, for for men to shut down, and they kind of run away to where they're getting more attention, more excitement, or more appreciation for what they do. Uh, I want to transition the conversation to when people meet. Yeah. Right? Because there's this amazing transformation from what we might believe is this true polarity, this magnetic force that's attracting us, to one another. If you're walking in a shopping mall, if you're at a, you know, if you're at a party or you're at a bar and you look across the room and, you know, for a man, you see attractive woman or a woman sees an attractive man, there's polarity there, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I want to talk about what, um, what false polarity might look like.
1: Such a good question. (laughs) I was thinking about this because when we were chatting the other day, there's that, there's that what's called the twin flame It is such a buzzword and hot word, that false polarity of things being really intense and really heated and having chemistry through the roof. And then there's that rare instance. There's that rare experience where you do have that polarity and you do have that. Energy and that frequency, that synergy inside the relationship, and it works. Mm-hmm. So I think that's so dependent on where two people are in their masculine and feminine energy, and also the tools that they have, what they're bringing to the table. As far as are they emotionally available? Are they committed to the process? But when it comes to that that raw physical, energetic attraction, <laughs> that's that magnet that you're talking about. That's yes. that 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 suction toward each other that's just like a black hole <laughs> And, so and I, for,
0: I would say for all those yeah, I I love the way you said black hole because it is because it's you know it's not genuine until you've tested it and I think that so many people that are dating or looking for that one uh, or looking for some someone special I think that they get confused from what they feel from when they see someone To when they meet somebody and then start to establish a relationship, you know, it. it, it, If you're sitting, you know, if you're sitting in a, uh, let's let's just say you're walking in a shopping mall, right? And a man's walking down and he sees an attractive woman. The first thing he's attracted to is her beauty or her, her her physical. You know, there's a physical attraction there, and we tend to men especially and you can talk from the woman's side i'd love to hear it you know men kind of like perk up our chest you know we're kind of like this masculine guy when we approach women and we're 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 ready we're ready to impress you we're totally in our masculine energy and you know we got a smile and we got the right thing to say and we're paying attention and we're looking you in your eyes and we're giving you everything that a woman is looking for in that moment and we want you to like us Right. And I'm going to pause a minute and, and maybe you can give us a little bit from the feminine side, what that, what that feels like for a woman that kind of, you know, sees a guy that she's attracted to, he comes over, what's going on with her?
1: It's the energy. It's yeah. the force that you get pulled into. And it's so interesting how you mentioned the physical behavior. Cause you do see it's so fast and it's <laughs> so subtle, but you do see that, that strength, you see that perk up in their chest, you see this whole physiological change in the relationship and their actions, they're showing up, they're, the attention's there, they're texting you, they're available, they're, that energy is there. So yeah. from a fem- woman's perspective, it's that magnetism of, wow, I found, I found an energetic opposite in some ways, if I go deep into the feeling of it. But when you see that person, It's that, that pure draw in and you can definitely, I, I've had moments where I've passed people on the street and I used to wait tables for a really long time. And I'll never forget this one guy that walked in and just like this whole, (laughs) nothing mattered. And it was just this masculine energy and getting to know him very masculine, but also gentle. So very masculine energy, that polar opposite was so loud and incredible. It's incredible to experience as a woman when you can match that that opposite. So from the females, yeah.
0: I was going to ask, is it that he is completely attentive to you?
1: Yes. The power of presence and a grounded core is so powerful. I actually coach women that when they're healing, eventually they go into dating. And I actually coach women. The first question that I ask when they go out into dating is, how did you feel in your body when you were with him? (laughs) Because the woman, we can go into the fairy tale and the fantasy and the highs of the emotion. But when a woman is centered in her body and in her physical state, you can actually feel the energy of a man. And you can feel the energy if someone is, there's no judgment here, but when you're you're you're, when I'm sitting across a really anxious, anxious man, I start thinking as a woman, as a feminine energy, this is the rabbit hole I go down, just instinctually and automatically. I'm like, where does this come from? Is can he handle life? (laughs) That's like my first. I know that sounds so weird and so shallow, but can he handle the the things in life that gets thrown at him if that anxious energy is constantly showing up throughout our dates. Is he is he able to? It's really interesting. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm going to interpret for a lot of the men <laughs> yeah. that don't know what you're talking about. She's okay. actually saying, can he handle my craziness? Can he handle all of me? You know, because I need someone to handle all of me. <laughs> yeah. If he yeah. can't handle these couple things, how is he ever going to deal with me? Because I'm a crazy woman. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's true. We we have that chaotic energy. We're we're such in cycles as women. And can he handle, right? Can he handle the feelings and the expressions and the emotions that are coming through? Because there's honestly nothing to fear. (laughs) They're just emotions, you know, they're just intense feelings. So exactly what you're saying. Can a man handle that? that chaos, that yes. unpredictable that,
0: that, that feminine energy. Cause feminine, yeah. I, I, I call feminine energy crazy, not cause women are crazy, but because the energy is because women can feel such an array of feelings in an, in an instinct. I, I usually say, you know, a, a color like chartreuse, right. Or seafoam green was not, you know, was not named by a man. Those are all feminine, feminine, <laughs> you know, trails of in between emotions and colors and, you know, men, are like red blue green yellow you know that's it that's 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 as far as we go as far as men are concerned but women it's like no it's seafoam green and we're like okay if you say it's seafoam green then it's seafoam green (laughs) you know (laughs) so i i I compare i compare those colors to women's emotions there's such a rainbow of mixture and colors when it comes to women's feelings and and men have no idea what they actually feel and go through um I wanna go back for a moment to when women feel that presence and that masculine energy from from a man when he wants to impress her, pick her up, wants to date her. I think that a lot of women mistakenly believe that that is his energy in totality, that that is constantly his energy. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a period of time and you know, this might not be so popular, but you know, we see it in movies, you know, you see it on TV that someone meets in a bar and about 20 minutes later or three minutes in a movie, you know, they're they're at home and they're being intimate and it's kind of like figuring it out the next day based on that initial energy, based on that initial masculine energy. So they act on that initial polarity. And then the next day they're kind of thinking, Hmm. Why didn't he text me? And this might, I want you to know, this might work for men as well. Women who are masking their masculine energy in feminine exterior might ghost the guy and he's thinking, what the hell happened? Mm -hmm. Right. So I think that, I think that some advice I'd like people to, to listen to, if if you like, is that when you're, when you meet someone, don't be quick to judge. Now, you might be impaired, you might be at a club, you might be at a bar, you might be at a party and you've had a couple of drinks or anything else possible and, and, and you're going with your gut and your instincts. But once, once you've slept with someone, once you've had that depth of intimacy, there's vulnerability there. And once I've been vulnerable to go back and patchwork vulnerability to figure out where we are in this relationship, almost is impossible. So, so, you know, it, it, I guess it's a traditional thought process. You know, I don't. I, I honestly, I don't have a problem with people actually being physical at all. But know what you want going into that. Know what you want in that relationship. If you're looking for a person that you want to have a long-term relationship with. It's okay to take it slow in the beginning. If If the man's not patient or if the woman's not patient, then they might not be for you. That might not be the person that's going to be with you for the long haul, if they're even looking for the long haul. Do you have
1: any feelings around that, Sarah? I do. I always encourage my ladies to go slow and personally too because exactly what you're saying when you're initially meeting someone, that energy gets blueprinted in the first initial meetup and with time there's, because we're just so layered energetically as a woman speaking, we're very layered (laughs) because I feel like we're so layered. It takes time to really get to know someone's baseline of their energy. So when we're seeing that person across the bar and we're like, wow, that guy's hot or that woman's beautiful. That initial attraction is gonna be powerful, but it's important to go slow because what is their baseline? How are they showing up in the relationship? Are they a girl? Are they a boy? Are they a man? Are they a woman? And it's so important to just take time to get to know someone. I always tell my girls too is how, okay, you go on 10 dates and you spend two hours together. That's 20 hours. That you spent with someone and it can be spread over a span of four months if you're busy or six months it can be a week but you're really knowing someone for 20 hours and it's so important to just take time to go slow and believe me we're women we have biological clocks and we have that pressure but also there's that other piece that should is is the pressure more important than an actual sustainable, healthy, long-term relationship. And in my opinion, I don't think so. I think it's so good to just take your time and get to know someone because this is someone that if you're wanting marriage, if you're wanting full-blown commitment, this is going to be your life partner. So feel them out, feel their energy, get, get to know them. What are their goals? What are they into their lifestyles? Is it matching up? So that's, I Coach my women in that space of just understanding that to just go slow and to give it time because you don't know someone after six months. Sounds like a long time nowadays, but you really don't know someone
0: and And yeah. so, you know so much came up when you when you were saying all that, you said that beautifully. The first thing that came to mind is you know some of the women that I've coached is I think that there's fear around losing this connection with this man that you've just met and that that fear doesn't bring out their authentic truth. It might bring out some truth or hinted truth, but there's fear around expressiveness of what they want. And I often say to 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 women who are struggling with men, well, no one ever told men that once he had your number that he, the relationship had started. Right? Mm-hmm. The women 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 are a you know related based beings and as soon as they connect, they're relating. You know, you could see two women, you know, in the mall or in the supermarket sitting there talking for like 15 minutes. Well, wh- what are you talking about, right? Man, <laughs> what are you talking about? And they're, 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 they're sharing information because the sensation of relating is the way women conduct themselves. That's how that the machine works. That's how, the you know, the operating system works. And I think that so many women have such a difficult time dealing with that fear of, you know what if i push him away what if i tell him and he's just he's not ready for that and i find that a lot of women give a lot of patience to men when something inside of themselves tell them that they're not fulfilled or this isn't where it needs to be do you find that
1: yes and i think that is something that we need to really introspect and stand in our feminine energy and really reflect on that because in a sense that is chasing, we're chasing love. We're waiting for it to, to, to come out through this man. Well, and, said. And we're chasing it. We're not receiving it. Waiting is essentially chasing. I love for that it to arrive on our doorstep. That
0: was beautifully said. <laughs> and, and, and I think that, that, That goes into, you know, back to masculine and feminine is that there is some masculine energy there while she's waiting and she can't totally be open and vulnerable and in her feminine, which in itself, if the listeners can keep up with this, is going to repel him. That's gonna push him away automatically. The fact that she's not being open and the fact that she's not being totally honest and feminine. She thinks that she's trying to save the relationship. Little does she know that masculine energy can sense other masculine energy and masculine energy once it's pressed against masculine energy shows only one result, resistance. Mm -hmm. When you resist to a man, he's gonna give resistance right back. Um, So, i I think you said that beautifully. That's definitely you know uh, something that um, women definitely need to feel uh, genuine about and be able to let go of that fear. And listen, everything we're saying here takes a lot of work, right? It takes work to understand what it is that you want. it under it takes work to actually verbalize it. And then once I verbalize it to get over the fear of what the reaction might be. And there we live in our head a lot. And that holds us back from actually taking action. And I think it, it's a muscle that needs to be built. It's going to the gym and making sure that you're working those muscles. But this is conscious muscles, for, especially for women. And I think for men, there's a lot of men out there that fear women. There's a lot of men that are concerned about criticism. There's a lot of uh, women, like I said before, masking around in feminine energy, but they're really this dominant force. They're this real, um, and I think that society, like we mentioned earlier, I think that society today is just reinforcing that, this dominant force. Um, I always like to bring out the statistics, and when you and I spoke on the phone, we were talking about this, Society today tells women to be in their masculine. you know I was just watching yesterday that the um, the soccer teams were getting equal pay and and I, I just want to be clear this is not about equality. this is about feminine and masculine energy and I think equal, equal pay is beautiful um, you know' I'm not, I'm not one to comment about politics, but I just want to make make it clear that that's not what it is that'm I'm, I'm saying what I'm saying is that reinforcement of women in their masculine energy in the workforce, right? And that they have, they have to now, um, compete with men. And the first message I want to say is, I think it's false. I think that feminine energy is so much stronger than masculine energy. And to prove that, you know, if you're at a construction site with men super focused on building a building, and then there's this attractive woman that happens to walk by, somehow this wonderful, powerful, masculine energy just lost focus and now is completely shifted to the feminine energy, right? So that being said, feminine energy is so strong that if women would learn how to conduct themselves even in the workplace through their feminine, that I'm not, I'm not saying completely um, eliminate the masculine because we all have both. You know, I use my feminine energy when I need to as well. But just to be able to be at their core, in line with themselves and their spirit and, and their energy that they will feel and produce so much more as opposed to trying to do it only through their masculine energy. And now I wanna shift to this, societal message for women and their masculine energy, let's look at the statistics. Women are in their masculine energy at work, but they're also taking that dominant energy into their relationships. But if we look at the statistics today, it's not working. What generally is happening is women are attracting weaker men Where on the onset, they feel like they can control the relationship, so it might give them certainty and safety, that might be one thing. Or they might feel a real attraction to this man, but after a while, they realize that they can't truly respect this man in his masculine energy. And they want to know why this keeps on, and I think this is your specialty, why this keeps on reoccurring why does this keep on happening to me it's because the energy this masculine energy which if it's if it looks feminine right if it looks amazing and beautiful and it's feminine looks feminine must be feminine because men are just you know binary coded zeros and ones if it looks it it is it, 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 it is that and and it's not true because she's really uh uh masking her masculine energy or this dominant force that she's bringing from the workforce and after a while women are so unfulfilled and they they keep asking themselves the question why does this keep why do i keep on attracting this weak man why do i always end up having to be in control why do i always have to do everything i mean if we want to go away for the weekend do i have to actually book the tickets make sure the airlines call the hotels make sure that we have you know the suntan lotion packed why do i have to do everything so, you know, I'm thinking that, you know, you talk, you talk to your girls about this all the time because it, it's the energy, it's, it's, it's really aligning yourself with that feminine energy and, and to know what it is that you want. And I would guess to say, work through the fear of letting down the guard, working through the fear of letting, being open to, towards yourself and allowing that feminine, you know, rainbow to show up without feeling like you're not enough.
1: Yes. I think when you That you're was doing, a
0: mouthful, wasn't it? So
1: beautiful. <laughs> yeah, but it's so valid and so true because let's look at societal patterns, just a pattern in general. If we're continuously and habitually in a role, to shift out of that role energetically, even mentally, emotionally, physically, it takes practice. So women for generations now have been, I'm half Portuguese, half Mexican. And my culture is you work hard, you bust your ass. Portuguese women are known to just be just domineering and (laughs) dominant. So there's this practice in feminine energy of not taking the lead so much. And when you were talking about got to pack the suntan lotion, got to book the trip, Mm -hmm. that sounds so exhausting, but so many women are doing that. And so many women are mothering, like you're saying, these weak men. And I say that because I wanna shake society and I wanna shake our world to have more leadership because women, we need leaders and we need masculine energy that are leading. And as a woman being in our masculine for a long period of my life, it gets exhausting. So dropping this wall is actually the feminine practice of surrendering and letting go and grace. And as a woman that has always been her masculine energy, this is a lifelong journey for me. It is really about sitting back and being able to have someone take the lead so that then I can show up fully, authentically, silly, playful, fun, you know, just in that feminine energy that is that nuanced, all the rainbows of the, you know, all the colors of the rainbow that I think is so missing and is so juicy in our dynamic. And it calls for a man to be leading and his masculine. And it calls for a woman to not be so domineering and be a little bit more. I know these words are going to trigger people, but submissive in her energy, I, I- not
0: I love what you're saying, and and, and it is coming up because I'm going to ask you, how do you feel when you hear women saying, well, I don't need a man in my life to be happy?
1: I used to be that woman. So <laughs> oh, I know her all too well, and I hear that programming, too, through my family because of the dynamics that happen with men in their lives. And I don't need a man. Look, women we don't need anything. Men don't need anything, we want. Hmm. And that desire to have that polarity and that interdependent relationship, I always say this word, it's that synergy, it's that muse, it's that combustion of magic that happens. So to say, I don't need a man is actually blocking yourself off, but deep down these women are so hurt. That's that's the foundation
0: of it. I would say lonely.
1: Mm.
0: Lonely. I think that most women mask a lot of feelings, but it, it comes, I think, women in in two areas, loneliness and misunderstood. Those are the two, I think, trigger feelings for women. And it comes up in. You know many different words and many different conversations right you know i was thinking about the tent you know the the lotion it's like did you pack the lotion and he's like you're asking me again i told you i packed it three times you know it's like you know but but it's it's kind of like i think it's it's the loneliness and the connectivity and and the feeling understood part for women and you know, it, it just mm-hmm. just to go back, like, it, it, if this masculine energy really works, then why aren't we killing it in relationships?
1: Yeah,
0: right. Exactly. Why are we? Why are we seeing an uptick a lot, you know, or a downtick on you know uh, on, on on divorce and relationships? Why isn't it working? If this is if this is the way it's supposed to, so yes, you know, it might work in the in the workforce, but when you come back into into your intimate relationship it doesn't work and and finding that balance i love the way you said it you know and and all the trick all the trigger words like what came up for me again was like hey sarah are you saying we're codependent (laughs) <laughs> I need you.
1: <laughs> right. No, but code oh, my specialty, right? Codependency is that trauma bond. It's that wounded man and that wounded woman that are coming together to fulfill the old roles of oh, their I love childhood. The
0: describe that. I love yeah. the way you describe that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what codependency is. Yeah. But when there's this healthy Polarity between the relationship, it, it, you, you could call it codependency, but it's not. It's the hurt codependency there. That, that's, I love the way you said that. That was great.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the interdependence versus the codependence. Interdependence, I always see like the two circles connecting.
0: Yes.
1: Overlapping. And then that center codependency is like they're just fused together. They're one and there's no separation. And typically there's no sense of identity other than fulfilling. There's always that one person that's fulfilling the need on 90%. And usually that person that's not filling the need in that, in that tr- like trauma bond relationship, codependency. I've definitely have been in codependent relationships, been all over. <laughs> and there is that, there is that fusion that has no separation or no sense. I'm, of no one,
0: self. I'm nothing, I'm nothing or no one without you. Yes. And, and to everyone listening, you are something you are enough. Just the way you are, it doesn't matter where you are in your life, you are enough Mm -hmm. just being a, you know, a created human being with a spirit and a soul and whatever you bring, um, whatever you amass or, you know, whatever, you know, you achieve does not take away from you being enough. And that's a message I I don't stop telling people that, you know, if you feel insignificant and and you want to feel significant, just remember that you're here. And being here is enough you know and uh, you know believing in a create believing in a creator and grace you know if i was created then i have purpose and it doesn't matter nothing else matters that in itself is enough for me to feel like i'm worthy and i and, and 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 i'm enough
1: yeah i actually wrote a post about this yesterday on my instagram everything in our bodies, we're gonna kind of go in a spiritual way, but everything in our bodies has a purpose. Our cells, our heart, our organs, everything in this world has a purpose. So if you don't feel like you have a purpose and there's this like beeline toward what's my purpose, what's my purpose, just you simply being a part of the entire collective universe which has billions and billions of infinite species on this planet, right? Insects, there's so many different types of insects. Just being a part of that huge cosmic miracle is, is your purpose. And we get into the ego of like, what am I supposed to be doing here? But just you existing in and of itself is yeah. your gift. It's a beautiful yeah. gift that you're here. Yeah.
0: Every every person's important. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is this has been so much fun. And and for all the listeners, Sarah and I have already spoken about just doing a series of these, you know, podcasts where, you know, we wanted to start out a little bit with masculine feminine energies and, you know, masked feminine and masculine energies, Mm -hmm. and what it's like when we first meet and the transition into, you know, being certain about the person that you're with, um, taking your time to be able to get to know one another and understand that those energies work before you become so physically dependent on the relationship or the relationship itself is dependent on physicality. And if it's not there, you kind of feel like there's a disconnect. And I think that that's happening in society a lot. And most importantly is to learn how to, you know, connect to yourself. What is it that you truly want? Um, Sarah, tell people if they want to reach out, Sarah has, you know, she just created, I think it was the breakup course.
1: Yeah. I'm working through that right now. The breakup cure. Yes. I'm building that out. Yes. Yes. I've been doing one-on-one for the past couple of years. I love
0: that name when I saw it. (laughs) Thank
1: you. I'm so I bounce all over, but this settled in and it's actually helping women, uh, heal through breakup, divorce, and also toxic relationships and that codependent dynamics. So yeah, you can find me on Instagram. It's at the Breakup Cure, and feel free. I'm I'm definitely here to create community and create sisterhood. And I do have men on that page too. I've coached men as well, and it's always really beautiful to hear different men' perspective as well. So you can find me there at the Breakup Cure.
0: Great, and okay. you can always find me at Jamal Coaching on Instagram or JamalCoaching.com. Reach out uh, if you want coaching with either Sarah or myself. You could ra- find us there and uh, we'll talk you through our courses and just we'll, we'll hopefully, you know, get you to, to that point of in your relationship that you're really looking forward to, or help you either fi- help you find that person or how to strengthen or ignite your relationship that you're already in. Thank you so much, everyone for Sarah. Thank you. And uh, I look forward to doing this again real soon. Um, so it was it was wonderful. And, and uh, I learned a lot from you. So I thank you for joining me. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.
1: You too. Take care. If you made it to the end of this episode, that means you're truly committed to your healing and your growth, and we're really proud of you. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any of our special bonuses and deep soul conversations with expert guest speakers. Your opinion of the show means a lot to us, so we invite you to leave an honest review.